Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, and a good morning to you. March 26th, to be exact. And it's a beautiful morning here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the sun is out, which is, you know, something that doesn't happen very often. So um, I hope that uh, that most of you can manage to get out and and feel that sun um, on your on your face. I I was thinking the other day, the things I used to be afraid of, you know, like sun. <laughs> oh, did I put on sunscreen? And now, man, that just seems like. So yesterday, doesn't it? Um, <coughs> uh oh, excuse me. Uh, I have to tell you, yesterday um, in the afternoon, all of a sudden I felt my my throat getting sort of <coughs> raspy, and I was really sounding like this. And I, I mean, you know, my blood ran cold, and I thought, oh my god, oh my god, and that must happen. I, I mean, to to so many of us um, often, uh, that dread when something that, again, before you sort of might have noted and then, you know, continued on with your day and then, of course, it would go away, perhaps. I don't like these times. I'm just saying that. I really don't. I am not enjoying this at all. Uh, granted, there are there are good days, right? There are bad days. There are days that start good and turn bad or start bad and turn good. The best thing is the reacquainting uh, ourselves perhaps with small pleasures or things that we overlooked before of cleaning out a kitchen. Um, just one shelf in my kitchen uh, last night. This was... This was after midnight last night. I, I spent over an hour on the phone with my brother and sister-in-law, and I got so worked up. <laughs> and also, I have to admit, we were drinking uh, together uh, I, that I couldn't, I, I couldn't go to sleep. So I started, clean, you know, wildly cleaning uh, my kitchen. All of this, by the way, could have something to do with the fact that I'm, I'm a little not quite as sharp, I think, this morning as I would like to be. But that uh, that particular shelf, which was the uppermost shelf, you know, one that you don't keep the stuff that you maybe use that much, I was pulling things out of there and checking the expiration <laughs> dates or the use-by dates. <laughs> I had one that was 2007. It was on a box of Jello, strawberry Jello. Now, why would Jello go? I, I, I mean, I don't even get that. Uh, but I've decided I'm tossing the whole, the whole bunch of it. Um, I, I think I, I got the Jello because I don't like Jello. I got the Jello. I think uh, the first time I was going to have a colonoscopy. And they said how, you know, when you're doing that, uh, you know, fasting before that you could have certain little things. And I hadn't seen that you you could have jello, I guess, but it had to be lime, no, uh, lemon or something that wouldn't possibly have the kind of coloring that could be mistaken for blood, I guess. Um, and I had stupidly bought this strawberry, which is why it never, I think, was used. Not that you need to know about my colonoscopies and my stupidity. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, watching uh, TV, and if you're watching the, uh, you know, a regular station that actually still has commercials, aren't the commercials sort of funny now or jarring? Or again, because they they are. Um, they're suggesting a life that doesn't exist uh, at, anymore. You know, these pictures of, you know, people together and laughing and, um, you know, not practicing social distancing. It all just seems so incredibly discordant. Um, 
as I said, I don't think I like these times. As one of you said the other day, man, 20, uh, this uh, 21st century so far has really, really been a shit show. I don't know if you said that, shit show, but that would sort of uh, sum up the general, the general feeling. You know, uh, a few things, uh, guys. Um, uh, yesterday didn't get many calls right? If any, also didn't get many emails. I'm not going to be able to do this without you. As a matter of fact, I've been thinking uh, more and more that um, the way I think this hour will work best is if you do contribute more perhaps than you have in the past and I, I, that doesn't mean the same person calls five times a week or four times a week. Um, that means that, you know, email me any old time. Email me and tell me, you know, some of your thoughts and reactions. Here I am, you know, saying s- stuff about my making it through the last 24 hours. I don't see why that's necessarily of interest, but what is of interest is I think all of us. So I want to hear from you um, anecdotes, thoughts, feelings. If you're uptight about me sharing this stuff, uh, you know, with the rest of uh, the audience, uh, please uh, let me know right at the top. Uh, Keep this anonymous, but share and um, I, I will not necessarily read them all or during the show because I, I might need to, you know, make sure beforehand. It's not like I can proof them while I'm live on, on air. But I really hope that you will do that and, and send them to Lynn at pghcitypaper.com. But here's the other thing. Having said that, and as I have told you, Pittsburgh City Paper is um, – potentially on death's door itself, um, as are so many businesses, small businesses, and so many uh, newspapers. And um, if city paper goes down, then we lose this this platform. Um, I would try to keep it going by on my own, but in order for you to know where I am, you have to, I think, you should follow me on Twitter. If you don't do Twitter, just download it and make sure you follow at Lynn Cullen because that way I'll be able to tell you uh, maybe where I am or how to access the show if, in fact, I'm no longer um able to do it with city paper because city paper is god forbid gone or suspended or whatever okay um also you can uh follow uh me i never even look at that facebook page but maybe i would change that uh the facebook is i guess lynn cullen live is that what it is? I know a lot more of you are on Facebook than than Twitter, and we could uh, let you know uh, where I've gone in that regard. So it'd be uh, yes, Lynn Cullen Live at uh, Facebook dot com, and please just keep that in mind because I don't want us to lose each other if, in fact, this is serving any kind of a of a purpose. If not, well, fine. Okay, just need to know that I could maybe uh, that you could maybe get in touch with me or I with you. Also, that um, the email Cullen show at Yahoo uh, would also be a way to um, check in with with me that should work. Okay, that's uh, really all I have in in that regard about uh, potentially keeping uh, the show uh, alive. Um, What else? The New York Times actually had a piece today on uh, promoting masturbation. Um, 
that shows that we are not living in uh, uh, normal times. Uh, the times, uh, it, it's funny because a friend the other day called and said, did you see the New York Times did a piece on masturbation? <laughs> I said, come on. And and then um, his uh, significant other is heard in the background saying, no, that was in vogue. And so I thought, yes, vogue, I can see doing that. But the New York Times and Lo and behold, today the New York Times is um, has an entire article on uh, that your best sexual partner right now is yourself. Actually, the New York City Health Department put that <laughs> put that out, um, advising people that you are your safest sex partner, um, and. Uh, just just saying again times are are not uh normal to say the least um, uh, okay i am having difficulty with my computer again damn it uh hang on guys i i sort of feel like you're not there um and that's an awful feeling for me. So if you're not there, uh, would you, I mean, if you are, the, excuse me, I'm, I'm talking while I'm trying to get back on online here. Okay. Uh, I just, I did something last night that I've never done before other than clean my, uh, my kitchen shelf. Um, and that was past nine o'clock, I guess. I decided to tune in Fox just to see. And it was Hannity. And I realized, man, I haven't, the last time I watched that show, even for a second, he had dark hair and was a lot younger. So, I mean, this is how long it's been. And there he was, and he looked sort of gray. And he was interviewing a renowned uh, doctor. I say that sarcastically. Uh, he was interviewing Dr. Oz about cures. <laughs> for the coronavirus. And it was mind-boggling. I mean, Hannity was so upbeat. It was like they were talking about something that right around the corner, guys, I mean, right around the corner, man, they are doing trials. You're going to be able to take the plasma out of somebody who had it and stick it in your bloodstream, and you are going to be absolutely cured. Um, uh, Hannity was saying, I mean, spewing stuff that is absolutely, you know, yeah, scientists are looking into all of these things. There are trials, tests going on. Anyone who knows anything knows that this kind of thing takes months and months and months and months and months, if not years, and trials have to be held and yada, yada, yada. And here's Hannity saying, and patients recover very quickly. And so we are not surprised, right, to learn that, um, in fact, uh, the virus now appears to be spreading uh, much faster in red states, in red states. Um, oh, thank you. I've, Amy's told me uh, I have uh, callers on the line, um, so let's let's go to the phones, and thank you so much for calling. Hi. Hello. Hey, Lynn. Hi. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Ray from Larchville, and I want to apologize for calling so often. Um, no, you can call. You know, you're a good caller, Ray. You just call anytime. Two things. Lynn, uh, I just want to let you know we got our waiver. We received our waiver after a much oh, last win with the bureaucracy. So we're up and running. And, the, and, and Ray, let me interrupt. Wait. And, and for anybody who didn't hear Ray yesterday, 
um, he works in manufacturing, and th- their business had been said to be non-essential and closed down, and yet he was saying they make the stuff that some of the essential businesses need. So you have been given the green light then, finally, to go ahead. That's, that's, that's right, and we're getting a massive amount of inquiries from the manufacturing side for quotes on equipment and rental equipment and spare parts and such. So we're, we're trying to iron out the bugs of the, of the governor's good intentions gone awry about the politicians' concept of manufacturing is based on insurance models, not on actual uh, production flows. You know. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Well, uh, you can separate businesses for different insurance rates, you know, or or, or purposes, but okay. Uh, but that doesn't mean they're not integral and integrated, right? Okay. So, you know, it's, uh, how would I say? It's like, okay, I can insure a car and I can insure a truck, but that doesn't mean they aren't based on the same sort of components, right? Okay. All right. Anyway, anyway, the other thing is, just as a matter of moving forward, uh, you're not on YouTube and you weren't yesterday. I'm, and I, this may account for some of the lack of input from your viewers. I couldn't find you yesterday. And, huh. the, and the city paper site that, that you stream on, I can't run in the background like I can my YouTube because I buy oh. YouTube Premium. So if I'm doing anything else with my phone, I yeah. have to shut you off. So okay. that might be okay. But I well, I think I, I don't know what the YouTube thing is, but you know, again, because the people who put that out on YouTube are all working from home now, and um, sure. maybe I just don't know, God, but that's not good right. to hear. No, that's not good to hear. That's what my preference because trying to hunt you down through the uh, web page for the yeah papers is a little difficult. It's cumbersome, and then it it occupies uh, it occupies the phone completely. Okay, um, all right. That's, um, wait, there was something else. Oh, so my intention, I have it on my, my, my whiteboard at home by my desk, is because I don't use it and they make me crazy, I, I'm discontinuing my, my New York Times online subscription, and I'm going to redirect that money to the city paper, even though oh. I, don't, I don't agree with anything editorially as far as the city <laughs> paper goes. But that's not the point right now, is it? You know? God bless so, you. Oh, so, man, God bless you. So that's... That twenty five bucks a month that I, I don't even count, I'm just gonna direct it over to you guys. So if anybody oh, else has man. anything that they have like that they can redirect money rather than create new money, right? I think the New York Times is gonna be fine without my twenty five dollars. But it might mean something to the city paper. You know? Oh, thank you so much. Sure. My sure. gosh. And we thank want you. you to stay on. Okay. Well, I'm going to try. I really am. But I, you know, I do sometimes feel like I'm, I'm sitting here at my, my kitchen, I'm at my kitchen, I'm at my dining room table. My dog has taken over half the chairs behind me. So I'm like sitting, I'm, I'm at, because he was trying to play with me and I wouldn't. So he's got, I'm right. sharing this, you know, dining room chair with my dog. And I feel sometimes like an idiot, um, you know, sitting no, here talking about, no. okay, all right. Okay, thank you. And I, I was telling my wife, I was telling my wife last night, our dog, we have this giant monster of a dog. Uh, she will be uh, absolutely uh, hurt when this is all over and we don't spend as much time with her. I know. Oil, but, uh, you know so. I know. I was thinking for dogs and cats who never got enough of their, you know, their bipeds. I mean, right. man, they're in heaven. They're in heaven now. Yeah. Ray, it's always good to hear from you. Thank you. We all love you, and you keep it up, all right? I'm trying. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. And I I think we have another caller. Hello. Hello. Hello, you're on. Hi. Hey, Lynn. It's Mike in D.C. Mike in D.C., another of my favorites. Hi. Of your gentleman callers, yeah. Yes, Um, man, my gentleman. I don't call more often because I don't want to be uh, that asshole who keeps calling. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I could get you on yesterday on YouTube, and I'm listening to you right now, and I was listening to you right now on YouTube. So I think that huh. might have been Ray's individual problem. Ooh, well, that's good to hear. Thank you. That's helpful. Sure. Um, and you were talking about the um, 
red states are going to get it more than or red states. They are. I mean, the biggest spike now is Louisiana. Yeah. And that stuff, like I mentioned earlier, is interesting to me. Um, And have you heard that one of the first signs is loss of smell? Yes. So (laughs) every time I see something that's smelly, I say, can I smell it? Can I smell it? Can I smell it? Can I smell it? (laughs) So the epidemiology thing is fascinating. Also that more men are dying of it than women. Have you heard that? I have heard that. Um, Yeah. Who the hell knows what that's about? Unless more men are smokers, I've been, you know, their lungs are more compromised. I don't know. Or that more or more men men are less likely to seek treatment. There you go. Which is statistically true with heart attacks. Like we'll wait out a heart attack and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, But the epidemiology stuff is really going to be fascinating. So I certainly don't want anybody to die. But the red states that aren't doing anything, and I'm going to purple state and our governor has not shut down anything and yesterday or tuesday marked two weeks of my own um Uh staying at home without going anywhere except in you know an emergency um and my state has done nothing i don't i don't understand that at all i mean for heaven's sakes dc is shut down and you're in Vir- where Virginia or Maryland? Virginia, right? Virginia, Virginia. right? I mean, but you're right so next. Can- to- Schools why are closed. People- okay, okay, I but I, I again, I'm sorry, we keep talking about but why do people think that this virus is going to somehow, uh, you know, not cross these, uh, you know, arbitrary uh, demarcations between states and cities? I mean, what? I don't understand that. The whole Effing country should be shut down. It's denial. There's Pennsylvania no hasn't shut it. down. I I don't understand it. Oh, I thought that Wolf didn't Wolf put out a thing about he put out a thing. No, it's not the state. At least I'm not aware of it. No, not statewide. It's Allegheny County. Um, it's a lot of counties around Philly. But um, no, you know, that Pennsylvania in between stuff, all that more rural part is not. Yeah, they're playing with fire. I don't know. And I really don't understand why, except denial. I don't want it to be so, so I'll pretend that it isn't. Yeah, well, we can't. I mean, the the denier in chief is uh, it's hard to get more in denial than that um, SOB. Well, here's the here's the silver lining to that cloud. He's going to open up everything for Hall- for Halloween for Easter. Halloween. I love it. <laughs> Might as well be Halloween, right? <laughs> He's going to open everything up for Easter. Yeah, because it would be a beautiful time. Is what he said. Yes, because like he. That's right. That's what he said. And when when asked, but wh- how did you arrive at Easter as the time when this will all be, you know, and we can? Because I think it's a beautiful time. <laughs> But the one good thing is, since he didn't close anything, and he's not closed anything, he yeah. can't open anything. <laughs> you know, he can't make New York open their stores. He can't make California open. He didn't close anything. So how's he going to open anything, you freaking idiot? Now, that is a good point. See, that's why I like you calling. That That is a good point. Thank you. I actually have another caller, so I'm going to go to the phone. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Stay well. <Yeah>. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hello, caller. Hi. This me am I am I on? Wigan. Sally I Wigan. I, no, Hi. I actually have I actually have time to listen to you because <laughs> I'm never in I'm never in a place where I can listen to you at ten o'clock. It's just a really bad time for me. Right. I'm running around, and now I'm 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 the, the I'm 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 not stuck here. It's not so bad. I mean, when you don't have children, it's kind of lonely. But these dogs, I, I frankly, right now, I'd like to shoot both of them um, <laughs> because because. Because they, they, you have to keep them separated. They're just very high energy. They're working dogs and they don't, and I just, yeah. so it, it just, anyway, but listen, I was, 
what what he just said, your last caller. And I was yeah. really worried about the city paper and about you. And I thought, well, I need to call. And and then what he said is true. The governors have shut down their states. The question, and maybe it'll be a constitutional question, is when there is a, a nationwide emergency, who holds sway, the states uh. or the federal government? Yeah. And what, what, what is it that they call our form of government? Is that why it's called a republic? Is because a republic. State, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really a republic. And so... Yeah, it's it's uh, um, I'm I sometimes I'm frightened because I'm really high risk. I mean, yeah, I am, too. I've been. Yeah, yeah, we we are. I've been rude to people. And then I've been trying to help people. And when you try to help them and, and advise them that they're not doing social distancing, they look at you like you've just told them to stand up against a wall and you're going to shoot them. And it's like uh, um, I did it in Giant Eagle. I, I had to go in to get a prescription. My the, where my prescriptions are wasn't a drive-through, and I walked in, and there are and I would guess their ages were between probably fifty-five and seventy-five. There mm-hmm. were seven people lined up with six inches between each other. Yeah. none of yeah. them had on latex gloves, and I mm-hmm. stopped and said. Guys, you're endangering your lives by standing that close together. And I thought, Sally, who do you think you are doing that? But it just, I felt this need to say something. And of course, well, I but Sally, like, oh. coming from you, uh, you know, well, they, and they this just who I was, except for the voice. I mean, I had well, there the voice. I hadn't washed my hair. I, you know, I looked. <laughs> I was dressed in sweats and and uh, um, and funny looking shoes and. And then they just looked at me and no one said, well, you're right. And so I ran into an empty aisle and hid until the whole line was gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. came up to me and my hand shot out and I said, please, 60. I'm very high risk. Okay, listen, everybody. Stay away from Sally, okay? Stay away no, from Sally. But, but it's, you know what it is is and and the reason I'm high risk is because I've led a horrible life. I mean, you know, so so oh, come I'm, on. physically Listen. I'm just very screwed up. But but it, when you are high risk, it's scary. It's, yes, it really it's scary. scary. I'm, I mean, I go from um, uh, being uh, you know okay because you can't stay in a constant state of this you know sort of fear. No, and, you're right. And you just can't. Your body won't let you. Right. But when it happens. It's it's awful. You know, your blood runs cold. Sal, I'm going to have to um, – I have a bunch calls. of callers behind you. But I'm listen. I'm so glad that people are calling. I'm, and, you know, cause, and now I can listen to you, so I'm really delighted. <laughs> I so let you call great. anytime you want. And actually, we can have you on the guest line someday so other people can call while you're on. Okay? Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely. We'll do, do that. that. We'll get the other callers. I'm so glad. Okay. I love you. Thank Yay. you. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, we uh, we have another caller, I believe. Hi. Hi, Lynn. Hi. I've got a couple of things. I'll be real quick with them. First okay. of all, did you name your dog after the song? No, but I, but when I thought of, you know, maybe I did uh, uh, subconsciously, um, yeah, because I, I didn't think, you know, green <laughs> when I was looking at him. Blue um, just, yeah, seemed to fit him. And right, I bet it was because I knew about the song that you could name a dog blue. Have you ever heard a dog named green or red? Maybe red. Uh, big red. Big red. But uh, my son also uh made it spell the spelling different which i really like he said drop the e so it's b l u which makes it a little bit uh different um by the way i'm getting more people saying that they're getting the show on youtube just fine so maybe that's not a problem and yeah. dana is saying there are 70 people right now listening on YouTube that she can see. So you can see how many are there. Well, that's nice. Hi, guys. That's what I'm listening on. Okay. Well, great. I wanted, great. I wanted to tell that guy, if he couldn't find you, 
I don't use text. I just speak into the phone, you know, to make it do what I wanted to do. And if you just talk in there and say Lynn Cullen and then give the day, you know, March 26th, you pop up. Really? Yeah. What a world, I'll tell you. What a world. That's really, see, I don't like talking to, like, I don't talk to Siri or any of those people, but gee, that's neat. That's neat. You mentioned Sean Hannity a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, every time I look at him, he reminds me of Lou Costello, of Abbott and Costello. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, He's getting more, bit. yeah, he's getting, he's puffing out a little bit, too. What a horrible human being. Anyway. Okay, I, I need some information from you. Okay. Okay. I got a, uh, I got myself a $100 money order to go to City Paper, but where do I send it? You got an address, zip code? Uh, yeah. Jeez, what's our new address? It's 4, 4, the number 4, Smithfield, downtown Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what the zip is down there, but someone will tell me. Okay? Oh. But it's City Paper, uh, uh, Suite 1200. Wait a minute. Suite 1200. Yeah. And it's, who do you make it out to? City Paper, Pittsburgh City Paper. Can I make attention to that girl you talked to the other day? If you want to, Lisa, yeah. Lisa. Because she's stopping in now and then. Um, Some people have to stop in. Um, Yes, oh, thank you so much for that. Thank you, thank you. And Lisa thanks you and everyone on the staff thanks you. And Lynn, I just want to, uh, as usual, leave you with a joke. I love you. Go ahead. You know, you're talking about, uh, you know, everything's going to be fine and dandy by Easter. (laughs) Well, this this little boy was talking to his preacher, and he told him, you know, when I get older, I'm going to send you some money. And the preacher said, well, that's nice, but why would you do that? Because my dad says, you're the poorest preacher we've ever had. Thank you. Take care, I, I love you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay, I believe we still have a caller there. Caller, hi, and thank you. Hello? Hello, hello? Well, maybe not. And the zip is 15222. So if you can send anything to Pittsburgh City Paper... Uh, for Smithfield, is Smithfield Street or Avenue? Smithfield Street. <laughs> I've only worked on it for a street. Thank you, Amy. Smithfield Street, uh, Pittsburgh, 15222. I, I, God bless you for it, really. Um, what do I have uh, here? Um, so these unemployment numbers that have come out today, uh, the more than 3 million, um, that, you know, is an undercount. It's an undercount because Trump and, and certain red state governors uh, at his uh, behest are, 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 you know, holding some of those numbers down because, of course, he thinks those numbers make him look bad. He, he doesn't realize that he looks bad. All, he doesn't need any help in looking bad. Um, he's doing a damn fine job, uh, all by him, all by himself. Uh, what else did I want to tell you? I, you know, it's thinking of, uh, how this is impacting people. Um, a, a group, I have two groups. I want to just send, um, you know, my, my empathy to, uh, and that would be all the mental health uh, professionals out there, the uh, therapists, the um, social workers, because they are having to uh, deal with those of us who are uh, freaking out, right? And some people are really suffering. Can you imagine as your job to spend, you know, eight hours a day? try listening to other people, you know, who are 
really struggling with this because all of those therapists are human beings too and they're struggling it must just be incredibly difficult and in some ways they too are on the front lines i also want to um say i am uh I, my heart goes out to a lot of teenagers um i having been one I cannot imagine being stuck in my house with my parents and having no way out. I cannot imagine. Now, I hear that today's teenagers are are less, um, I, you know, I don't know, they get along with their parents. Their parents are their pals and stuff like that. But still, I also want to say my heart goes out to the parents of teenagers <laughs> who, uh, you know, may have been like me as a teenager, you know, sullen, uncommunicative. Uh, God, uh, I, I, I just, I, and, and I've already mentioned uh, parents of, the, when I'm walking my dog, I'm sorry, I'm, blah, 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 blah. when I'm walking my dog, I see a lot of um, guys uh, taking uh, their little kids out on uh, their, you know, tricycles or some other kind of, you know, conveyance. And some of the dads are just so involved in trying to make it great for them. And you see others and they're like, I can see from across the street, their jaws are tightened. And the kid is saying, but I want to go there. I want to go there, daddy, daddy. And he's saying, no, you can't. And it's like, I'm thinking, oh my God. I am so glad all I got is this lunatic dog. Um, I, but then I am by nature um, a bit of a misanthrope. But God Almighty, I, I feel for everybody. <laughs> I really do, all of us in our, in our own way. And obviously, um, those extraordinary souls um, on the front lines uh, that are the... Uh, the doctors and nurses and all the other people in the hospital, the people who clean up, the orderlies, the food people, the people who are going to work in the hospitals. Just God bless you and keep you safe. I, I, I don't know. I saw the most horrific little story. You know, this, this whole thing is going to bring out the uh, worst in human nature and the best, and uh, it will unmask the character of, of um, I guess, all of us, uh, for better or ill. But this is a piece, and it's I think this was from the New York Times, that doctors are found, especially in red states, are hoarding stockpiling prescription drugs and other things to help them and their families. The stockpiling has become such a deal in Idaho, Kentucky, Nevada, Oklahoma, North Carolina, and Texas that the state uh, medical boards uh, have issued emergency restrictions on how doctors can, uh, on how the drugs can be dispensed. Actually, those emergency orders are to the pharmacies because it's the pharmacists who blew the whistle on this. Um, the executive director of the North Carolina Board of Pharmacy says this is a real issue and it is not the product of a few isolated bad apples. Uh, the medications being hoarded by some doctors are being, uh, are being prescribed. Uh, they actually differ um, slightly from state to state, but they all are, are hoarding the, the stuff that Trump has been, um, has been lauding on his uh, televised uh, briefings. Although none of those drugs have been approved uh, for use, like, you know, that chloroquine or hydroclox or whatever, I don't know what it is, the malarial drugs, the rheumatoid arthritis drugs. And um, 
this came to uh, the attention of authorities because pharmacists around the country on social media were swapping stories on on how they were having this spike in prescriptions written by doctors for themselves and family members. So the American Medical Association has come out and calling for a stop to any, but that they have to. The first restrictions were imposed last week in Idaho, okay? Uh, It's just um, amazing to me. And, And as I said, the best and the worst in human nature is what we are going to be treated to. Um, I'm being told I have more callers on the line, so let's get to the phones. Hi, caller. Go ahead, please. Hi. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hi. This is Beth. Hi, this is Beth. Hi, calling. Beth. Hi. I'm just calling to say, uh, luckily, industry was smarter than the U.S. government and letting us out of New York before all this really hit in a horrible way. Were you in New yeah. York for your job? Yeah. You work. Mm-hmm. Um, Beth works in the film uh, industry, so they they shut down and had you run, huh? Bingo. And initially, it was kind of like this Thursday night. Okay, we may keep a couple people behind and send everyone home, and then it was everyone just get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. And so we're kind of still self quarantining just in case we did come in exposure with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the studios, at least, you know, some have been more generous than others as sure. far as kind of taking care of people. Um, a nice human interest story that happened before all this bailout talk and everything else was Netflix actually has donated over $100 million, um to the health care funds and the food banks that serve the entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, and they also promised two-week severance to everyone who was working on any of their projects, which is unparalleled to anybody else in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a that's a nice thing. But I would say right now, unless it's news-related, 100% of the industry is pretty much shut down, and nobody wow. knows when we're going to be working again. Um, you know, most everybody's just working from home, and everybody's just kind of yeah. hunkered in. Well, you you and uh and millions of other people, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, but stay stay put and stay safe. Oh, that's Thank exactly you. it. Yeah. And I just say real quick, a friend of ours we've been staying in touch with friends of ours in Louisiana and they just kinda said, you know, before this all happened, you would always see the families, everyone on their smartphone, their tab, no one ever interacted. You know, that's when you could that was social distancing without mandatory orders. They're like, now we see people like walking in our cul-de-sac every night. We see families playing kickball. They're Uh like, it's, you know, it's completely bizarro. Like it should have been the other way around. But But that's a positive. That's good. That's a positive. Yeah. Yes. So So thank thank you for for that. Do what you're doing. Hey, hey, thank you for being there. I appreciate it. My best to you. Thank you, Beth. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, we're going to go to the, I think, next caller. Hello. Hi. Hi, Lynn. Good Hi. morning. Morning. I just, I wanted to tell you a couple of things. First of all, I'm, I'm one of those, uh, therapists that have been working, um, with people for many, many years. And I certainly appreciate your, your appreciation of, of what we do. I, I yeah. did want to mention that, uh, most of the major, well, virtually all of the of the payers, the the health plans, if they had not approved uh, telemedicine or telehealth uh, visits before, they've completely opened that up now. So anybody who, uh, because most of the providers have closed down, of course, all face to face sessions. Um, right. I mean, virtually everybody has closed their doors, but anybody who wants to continue their ther- with their therapist would be able to continue uh, virtually, and the therapist, you know, they would access their in- their insurance company would pay for those sessions. Right. Just they would pay. That's wonderful. If they were face to face. So I just wanted to, to comment on that. Um, and the last thing is that. And this is a little bit, this would be a little bit hard to articulate, I guess, but for 
for as and it's one of it's I think it's just a, a phenomenon of, of of the situation that we're in more than anything else that um, despite my having listened to you virtually since you first came on the air so so long ago. <laughs> But oh, never yeah. really being able to listen consistently until a couple mm-hmm. of years ago when I retired. I and despite my always appreciation for your your skill and your your ability, I never particularly had an interest in meeting you face to face in any kind of situation because you were, you know, a, a radio person to me, a you know, commentator and, and so on. Now I find myself with this disconnection being only through the voice, through this this isolation. Mm-hmm. I find myself just now hoping that at some point when this all ends, I will be able to run into you in the grocery store or someplace out in public just to be able to say hello to you as a per- as a real person. Does that oh. make any sense to you? Yes. Oh my God! It, it well it it warms my heart, and and if you do see me. Uh, definitely do that, and and um, and if this if it's beyond this horror, I'll give you a big hug too. Well, well, good because because <laughs> I, think it is, it, I think it is somewhat explanatory of how we typically, before this has all happened, take those kinds of day to day, you know, in, seemingly insignificant interactions so for granted, right. and now when they're gone. I think we right. long for them. Exactly. Well, you're the therapist. You should know. That is, I'm sure, <laughs> true. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much. And All right. call you again. Care. Okay, you take care, too. Okay. Bye. We have another caller. Man, see what happens when I ask for calls. Jeez. Hi. Hello. Hi, Lynn. Lynn, yeah. hello. Hi. Um, yeah, you uh, brought up um, the that they keep pushing on Fox News and yeah. Dr. Fauci. I happened to tune in to God-awful Laura Ingram the other night, oh. and he was on there, and she asked him if he got the disease, would he take the the caloric, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And he went into a whole explanation that if it was in a clinical trial and <laughs> all this stuff, yes, he would take it. So he goes through the whole thing, and then, of course, she says, so you would take the drug. And he just looked like he wanted to just leave. That poor guy, I cannot imagine the cognitive dissonance going on in that guy's head, having to deal with these people. Yeah. And my friend said, oh, well, why would he appear on Fox? I said, well, they kind of have to because Fox people aren't listening to anything else. Yeah, You know, they're like right. the president. He comes out and says it, he stands there and corrects them, and then he just goes and says it again. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. But as I said, they're go- he's killing them. He's going to kill his base. Yeah, and if only it would just be his base. You know? <laughs> yeah, right, I know. You know, somebody said, somebody tweeted or something, um, referring to that comment he had made uh, years and years ago, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and nothing. And he, um, somebody tweeted, "Well, um, I think uh, Trump has is now killing people on Fifth Avenue." <laughs> yeah, what, you're right. And what's happening? He was right. Nothing. Nothing. He's still the president. And I so, tuned in the beginning of like Tucker and Hannity and Oh God, I don't know how it, you can do it. Well, it, uh, it doesn't last long. I have to. Tell no, you, you can't. Not for your I own have to uh, mental Frazier health. On or something after. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, thanks for the call. Believe it or not, I have another caller behind you, so I wanna, I wanna okay. try to get him in. Thank you for calling. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Um, hello. Who dare? Hey, Lynn, it's Jonathan. Jonathan, hi. Boy, look what happens when you ask for callers. Boy, you just snap your fingers and they they line up. It's amazing. I love uh, it. A follow-up to a previous caller um, who said, you know, he only knows you through the radio and would love to know you personally one day. Uh, I've had the honor of knowing you personally for many years, and I can honestly say, it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's really, I take it or leave it. It's not a big deal. So, you know, eh, 
Whatever. I love you. He's not missing anything. <laughs> I love and you. I love you, too. And I want to thank one of your previous comments. I forget his name, but he always uh, gives a, you know, kind of a dumb joke. Right. And the dumb joke he, guy. I love him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the other day, earlier this week, he told a joke, something about a, uh, a guy and his wife were out shopping. Anyway, I've gotten so much mileage out of that. <laughs> well, tell, re, so tell us the joke again, because I can't remember okay. it. Tell, okay. Well, I won't tell it as well as he did, but um, uh, husband and wife were out shopping, and he's bored to tears. And uh, she turns around at one point, looks around, and she, she can't find him. He disappeared. So she calls him and says, hey, where are you? And he says, well, I, I probably shouldn't say, but remember that jewelry store we were in? And you saw that bracelet you really liked? And she says, yeah. He says, well, I'm in the Hooters right next to it. <laughs> Jesus, God, this <laughs> you told well, it just fine. <laughs> Well, I told that to friends and family who I knew would like it. And it's just so good to get a, you know, get a laugh that, that we all need. Oh, God, thank you again. Thank you for it, sure. Jonathan. Okay, love thank you. you love you. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Man, I laughed again at that stupid, wonderful joke. Um, I, I, I don't know that there are any other callers. If there are, if you are there, say hi now or forever hold your peace. Um, okay, so here's from Keith responding to me saying how I feel for teenagers who are stuck, you know, at home with their parents and vice versa. And Keith wrote this, my mom and I were stuck at home together for two weeks in January of 94 when Pittsburgh got hit with a blizzard and then the deep freeze two weeks later when temperatures dropped to below zero. How one of us didn't kill the other is beyond me. At one point, I put on like two sweatshirts and strapped on my Walkman, Walkman and walked across White Oak to my friend's house because I couldn't deal with it anymore. Yeah, really. Well, I, I, I just can't imagine. Can't imagine. Um, what else I have here? I'm trying to get you in. Um, Ray wants to thank Mike from DC for the YouTube information. <laughs> he said, I discovered I was making a mistake navigating your channel and can now listen on YouTube. Also, I miss Joe. Maybe he's listening. Your contentious caller. I'm afraid he was just vocalizing his natural anxieties. Maybe you should consider unbanning him. Um, well, absolutely. I mean, actually, Joe, Joe, my contentious caller, has um, self-exiled himself once or twice um, because he is mercurial. And I, I, too, have, you know, so I'm sure, Joe, if you are still listening, uh, feel free to, to, to come back in. As I recall, you were... Um, say, see, I just don't want people in any way s saying things that are um, not true now. Uh, we got enough of that coming out of the White House and uh, Fox News, but um, it's why I jumped on my sister yesterday when she was talking about her son saying, you know, I got a bunch of tonic water because quinine is this, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I mean, that's just... We're all so susceptible now to grasping at the slightest little straw, right, that might give us an advantage, that might help us. And that's fine, I guess, but I, my journalism stuff uh, sort of kicks in, and I, I'm not comfortable um, letting this program, you know, be part of the dissemination of things that are not – um, you know, medically uh, vetted, okay? Um, wait a minute. I am so... You know, it, it, it is astonishing to me how um, 
clearly, uh, I think the Republicans are looking at this as a way to cull uh, the blue states. You know, obviously, this virus is going to uh, be initially uh, where people live in closer proximity and where there are more uh, people who have traveled and come back, you know, where people are. Those are cities. Cities are where Democrats are. And I'm quite sure that their, you know, failure to jump on this is a direct result of them thinking, hey, it's killing the Democrats. It ain't killing us. And of course, they are stupid because it makes no distinctions. Um, but I, it is so obvious, I think, that that's how Trump uh, sees it. New York, California, Chicago, you know, Baltimore, all the places he regularly would demonize, the governors he would regularly demonize. So I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I have a call. Is that, Amy, what you're telling me? Caller, go ahead, please. Hi. I'm with you. This, this is Ruth in Greenfield. I just wanted to share a meme with you. It's hey. just a picture of Trump smiling, and it says, Trump will forever be known as the president that was so full of shit the entire country ran out of toilet paper. Okay, <laughs> you... <laughs> Oh, God. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Have a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, you too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Um, have you seen this guy on, um, it's making the rounds of, uh, you know, social media. It's a guy, um, hang on, let me try to find it for you. Um, and I don't know if this will work over over the phone. Um, it, it's just some guy uh, in a Make America Great hat <laughs> who does a spot-on, I mean spot-on uh, imitation of of Trump. And he's posted this thing online, and I, I don't know that I'm going to play it all, but I want you to hear this. Um, the actor Ken Olin uh, retweeted it. That's how I got it. And, and, and simply said, a star is born. <laughs> Bravo. So let me see if I can, I don't know. Do you think I can play a little of this for you? Oh, oh, wait, wait. Okay. Let's, let's, let's try. I, um, I don't know if it's going to work, but here is this nice looking man, uh, doing Donald Trump. 250 years ago, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whose full name, you know, he was he was Jewish, so his full name might have been like Christowitz, but God rose him from the dead on a holiday we now call Easter. Not a lot of people know that, but it's it's called Easter. It's when Jesus and the two Corinthians met the Easter bunny and came back from the dead. So, you know, it's a beautiful story. Very important for the Christians like me. And I have decided, I'm announcing today, we are going to bring back the economy on Easter Sunday. Because God, who, to be honest, is, you know, he's a good God. He's done some, some strong things. Some, let's be honest, his record is, like, not so great, though. Uh, he brought one guy back. On Easter Sunday, but we're going to bring back the entire economy on Easter Sunday. And at that point, I think basically I'm better than God. So when we do it, we're going to do it toughly. We're going to do it with great compassion, great strength, tremendous strength, and also toughness. Easter Sunday, we're going to put it on pay-per-view. God versus Trump. Who brings back more people on Easter Sunday? We're doing it. I'm going to fire Fauci probably on Good Friday. 
and they call it Great Friday for Trump. And that's it. So let's do it. Let's get <laughs> perfect health. Let's get back to work. Jesus Christ, not as good as Trump. Okay. I hope you heard that. I, <laughs> I don't know who the guy is. He's just a guy. Uh, I I hope that played out okay. <laughs> He's got, I mean, he just absolutely, he nails him. I mean, wouldn't you absolutely think that that was uh, Donald Trump, right? Um, uh, Sally has uh, written back uh, that um, Tom Steyer, remember him? Um, have you read that Tom Steyer has yet to donate any of his billions to any needed needy organizations or COVID-19 needs? Um, did he say he would? I, I don't know. Also, people in Hollywood who act and to supplement, supplement their incomes with working in hospitality are getting a double whammy. No one going out and movies and TV shut down. Okay. Also, I want to tell you that um, Lisa Cunningham, who is the editor of Pittsburgh City Paper, uh, simply uh, 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 tweeted me, I mean, texted me, I'm an old lady, give me a break, texted me uh, that she, she said, I absolutely love your callers because you guys are coming through. Anything, any way that you can keep City Paper alive, it will benefit us all, I assure you. Um, also, I just wanted to share this coming in from Allegheny County. Um, these are their latest numbers and demographic numbers. Um, the most people who have tested positive um, in the county um, are age 25 to 49. Okay? They, there are 52 cases known. I mean, obviously, we know that number is probably five, ten times higher. 52 cases the county knows of people 25 years old to 49. That's the largest demographic group. The next largest is 50 to 64, and there are 37 people that the county knows of who have tested positive. The next largest group is uh, 21 people, 19 years old to 24. Now, these are all, those are all, many of those people obviously under that 60 uh, range. Um, because I think a lot of those people uh, initially were feeling like, eh, it doesn't kill me. And so this is underscores how everybody, young people, have got to be careful. Uh, they are aware of uh, five people under the age of 18 who have tested positive, one under the age of four. And as for the 65 uh, and up age group, my age group, um, we're coming in at this point fourth. <laughs> Yay! Uh, at 18 cases, uh, accounting for 13.5% of the cases. But right now, um, it's those uh, 19 to uh, 64 accounting for the vast majority, almost 75%. Also, um, at least in Allegheny County at this point, 53% uh, are female and 47% uh, male. Um, that is not in keeping with what we understand uh, nationwide or perhaps globally that more men seem to, uh, well, I don't know if that's uh, fatality rates or, or what, but the, those are the latest numbers that just came um, out from uh, the Allegheny County um, Health Department. So as you know. So, um, geez, guys. I hate to say goodbye. Um, I've 
this is the best hour of, of my day by far. I always start out in this sort of, you know, like bunker mentality mood. And then you lift me up. Uh, you really do. And I, I thank you so much. Let's keep doing this for each other. Let's keep doing this. Um, and, and, and let's keep city paper alive. Thank you so much. Be safe, be well, be smart. And, uh, I intend to be here Monday at 10. We'll do it all over again. Love you all. Bye. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.